Hello, people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners. Welcome to this week's news and flashback fun mini episode. I'm your host, Movie Guru. Happy birthday today to Tiffany Yates, the late singer George Harrison, actor Noah Jupe, wrestler Ric Flair, who's 75 and still active in wrestling, believe it or not, Oliver and James Belfs, a.k.a. Fred and George Weasley from the Harry Potter Twins, comedian Kara Top, actor and actress Rashida Jones. Today happens to be the debut date for 2002's We Were Soldiers, 1993's In the Name of the Father, 2004's The Passion of the Christ, 2000's The Wonder Boys, and 2011's Hall Pass and Drive Angry. Now, I forgot to mention on last week's show that Sarah McLean's daughter Posey just turned six years old yesterday. Happy belated birthday, Posey! And within the last week, McCabe Sports athletes Natalie and Matt Moreau had birthdays. Oops. A belated congratulations to all the Special Olympics Massachusetts basketball teams, including civil medalist McCabe Sports flash players who had basketball playoffs yesterday. I want to wish my roommate Cassie Laughlin and her boyfriend Ryan a day early happy anniversary. They've been dating for three years as of tomorrow, February 26. Brett Bell, the late iconic country singer Johnny Cash, and singer Michael Bolton blow out birthday candles tomorrow as well. The original Dragon Ball anime, 1993's Howard's End, 2021 films The United States for v. Billie Holiday, Tom and Jerry, The Father, and Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry, and 2016's Gods of Egypt all debuted that day. The late Elizabeth Taylor, singer Josh Groban, actress Kate Mara, and actor Timothy Spall were born February 27th. I have both news, both sad and not sad, before I get to today's, to the last February romance-centered flashback fun. Let me get the bad news out of the way. The world lost two TV actors unexpectedly in the past few days, well before the time, and unfortunately, their deaths were just announced today. It was announced today Canadian actor Chris Gauthier passed away Friday, February 23rd, after a brief illness. He was His two best-known roles were as William Smee on... Once Upon a Time and Supernatural's paranoid shape-shifting, shapeshifter hunter Ronald Resnick. The 48-year-old actor also played Eureka's Cafe DM owner Vincent and Neville in Need for Speed Carbon. Film-wise, he showed up in Freddy vs. Jason and 40 Days and 40 Nights. The HollywoodReporter.com announced this morning Kenneth Mitchell, known for her portrayal of several Star Trek Discovery, of several characters in Star Trek Discovery, as well as roles in Captain Marvel and Jericho, has died. He was 49. Mitchell died Saturday in Los Angeles from complications of ALS, his family told The Hollywood Reporter. Mitchell played four characters across three seasons of Paramount's Star Trek Discovery, Cole, Cole Shaw, Tevinick, and Ari Leo. He also portrayed a young Captain Marvel's father in a flashback in Marvel's Captain Marvel, 
and World War II flyer Deke Sladen in ABC's The Astronaut Wives Club. Born in Toronto on November 25, 1974, Mitchell booked his first studio film portraying professional ice hockey player Ralph Cox in Disney's 2004 Miracle. He later played Mayor Sheriff Eric Green on CBS's Jericho, his first series regular role starting in 2006. Most recently, he played Joe in FX slash Hulu's The Old Man in 2022. Mitchell was diagnosed with ALS in 2018. Sad news also came from the website Friday, February 23rd for James Bond fans. 80-year-old Pamela Salem, who played M Secretary Miss Moneypenny in 1983's Never Say Never Again, passed away that day. She played Doctor Who's sand minor pilot Leash Tours and Professor Rachel Resin and reprised the roles for the BBC radio spin-off series Countermeasure and the audio series The Robots. She was also in the BBC's Soap East Enders from 1988 to 1989, 1998's Gods and Monsters, The Party of Five TV Show, 1978's The Great Train Robbery, The Big Love TV Show, The Into the Labyrinth Kids TV Show, and more. Sad, more sad news broke on Thursday. Talk show host Wendy Williams' health issues have been addressed. She has the same medical condition Bruce Willis was diagnosed with about a year ago. ExtraTV.com stated that day, her caregivers via the press release said they want to correct inaccurate and hurtful rumors about her health. The announcement states, in 2023, after ongoing a battery of medical tests, Wendy was officially diagnosed with primary progressive aphasia and frontotemporal dementia, FTD. Aphasia is a condition affecting language and communication abilities and frontotemporal dementia, a progressive disorder impacting behavior and cognitive functions, have already presented significant hurdles in Wendy's life. It also noted, Wendy is still able to do many things for herself. Most importantly, she maintains her trademark sense of humor and is receiving the care she requires to make sure she is protected and that all her needs are addressed. She is appreciative in the, of the many kind thoughts and good wishes being sent her way. In better news, Collider.com announced two days ago, to quote Ninja Naruto Uzumaki, believe it, a, written, a writer and director for the future live-action movie of the global smash anime slash magna Naruto has been found. Lionsgate hired Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings director Destin Daniel Creighton to write, co-produce, and direct the film. A film version of Naruto has been in development since 2015, but now it appears his story will move quicker to get the, to the big screen. Now, in case you don't know much about said anime or magna, like yours truly, Here's the gist of the story. Naruto is an eternally joyful and ambitious ninja who wishes to become Hokage, that is to say the leader of his, ho- of his home, Hidden Leaf Village. But there's a little problem 
of the vicious nine-tailed beast that attacked Hinley Village when he was a baby sealed inside him. The popular series follows him from immature outcast to a super strong, respectful ninja fighting with his friends to protect the land from countless threats with nasty powers of their own. The manga had an incredibly successful 1999 to 2014 run in Japan's weekly Shonen Jump and spawned various animated series, such as its popular sequel, Boroto. Big news of game for Game of Thrones to big news for Game of Thrones fans. IGN.com announced February 23rd, and I apologize if I mess up any names. The next Game of Thrones spinoff, Knights of the Seven Kingdoms, arrives late 2025. Speaking during Warner Brothers Discovery's latest earnings call, CEO David Zaslav revealed the release window, but didn't offer a specific date. The show currently has a number of working titles, including Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, Tales of Duncan Egg and The Hedge Knight. George R.R. Mountain is in pre-production for the new spin-off, A Night of the Seven Kingdoms, which will premiere in late 2025 on Max, Saslov said. The show, based on Martin's Duncan Egg novels, takes place roughly 100 years before Game of Thrones and tells the story of Sarah Duncan the Tall and Esquire Aegean v. Targaryen. Garion, also known as Duncan Egg, a century before the game events of Game of Thrones, two unlikely heroes wandered westerners, a young, naive, but courageous dunk, Sir Duncan the Tall, and his diminutive squire Egg. The official synopsis says, set an age, for the Targaryen line still holds the Iron Throne, and the memory of the last dragon has not yet passed from living memory. Great destinies, powerful foes, and dangerous exploits. All await these improbable and incomparable friends. Season 1 will adapt the first book, The Hedge Knight. And Martin said in 2023, it was targeting a six-episode run. But this may change. HBO is already looking towards a three-season run to cover all three novellas. Harry Potter fans were raising glasses of butterbeer in Joy Friday. Why, you ask? It was announced Friday, February 23rd, that Warner Bros. Discovery is eyeballing a 2026 debut for the high-profile Harry Potter TV series on the Mac streaming service. Woohoo! Now, keep in mind, Potter fans, nothing is really known about it other than Harry Potter Mastermind and creator J.K. Rowling, who's been involved in plenty of controversies, will be involved the seasons will be based on the beloved books, and it will be spread out over a decade. It's alive! It's alive! Gumero del Toro's passion project, Frankenstein, his first film since 2022's stop-motion dark fantasy Netflix animated best feature film winner, Pinocchio, has begun filming. The director confirmed this news on social media Feb. 21st with a selfie and a snowy background. The newest version of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein 
is full of talent, such as Jacob Elordi, Mia Goth, Oscar Isaac, and Christoph Waltz. Digital Spy announced two days ago, Barbie star America Fiera has landed her next movie role in The Lost Bus. The now Oscar-nominated actress will star alongside Matthew McConaughey in the upcoming film, which is directed by Captain Phillips' Greengrass, Paul Greengrass, and written by Mayor of Easttown's Brad Inglesbury. According to Variety, The Lost Bus is based on Lily Lizzie Johnson's book, Paradise, One Town's Struggle to Survive an American Wildfire, about the tragic 2018 California wildfires. The fires stand as the deadliest in the state's history, claiming over 100 lives and destroying most of the town of Paradise. The film will follow school teacher Mary Ludwig, Fiera, and bus driver Kevin McKay McConaughey, who lead a school bus full of young students through the fire to safety. Production is expected to begin this spring. It's flashback fun time. For the final February romance-centric flashback fun, I have three tissue-worthy romantic dramas based on books, two of which came suggested from my roommate Cassie, Loft, Cassie Steinberg of Cape Cod. Kicking things off, I have a infamous 2004 tearjerker that you're sure to remember. Now, 2004 gave the world plenty of romance films, like The Phantom of the Opera, Before Sunset, A Cinderella Story, Raise Your Voice, 13 Going Out 30, just in a few. But only one was adapted from the very first published Nicholas Sparks book and made Ryan Gosling into a swoon-worthy star. The one, the only, The Notebook. The tear-jerking film starring Gosling, Rich McAdams, James Marsden, Sam Shepard, and Kevin Connolly was adapted from Sparks' 1996 novel, the same name, and came out June 25, 2024. It centered on Noah, a poor yet passionate young man and rich young Ally who fall hard for each other in 1940s South, but are soon pulled apart by wartime and social differences. The Weeper made $116.1 million, becoming an unexpected sleeper hit that has since gained a huge cult following. An anticipated Broadway play version will debut at the Gerald Schoenfield Theater this upcoming spring. According to IMDb.com, Jessica Biel actually auditioned for the Alley role, and Gina Rollins, who plays the only older Alley in the movie, happens to be director Nick Cassavetes' mother. Miss Steinberg's other request is another Nicholas Sparks adaptation, released just over two years before The Notebook, the January 25th, 2002 coming-of-age tearjerker Rom Drum, A Walk to Remember. The film, which earned Mandy Moore major recognition in Hollywood as an actress, and also stars Shane West, Daryl Hannah, and Peter Coyote, doesn't need a plot recap. The most significant change between the movie and the novel was that the book's 19... 19- 
1950 setting was changed to the 1990s for the movie. Both the $45.5 million grocer and the book are dedicated to Sparks' late sister, Danielle, who passed in 2000. Her cancer-affected life actually happened to be the inspiration for the 1999 book. Did you know that Mandy Moore happened to be 17 and Shane West was 23 while they were filming this movie back in 2021, 2001? And Anne Hathaway happened to be one of the final contenders for the Jamie Sullivan part. And last but not least, we have Miss Steinberg's second request, the romantic drama P.S. I Love You, based on Irish writer Cecilia Ahern's debut 2004 book, the December 21st, 2007 release, stars Hilary Swank, Gerald Butler, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Lisa Kudrow, and Harry Connick Jr., and James Marsters. It follows Holly, a young widow who learns on her 30th birthday, her late husband Gary left her 10 messages intended to help her ease her pain and start a new life after he died of a brain tumor. It made $156.8 million in theaters. According to imdb.com, Hilary Swank was cast since director Richard Lavergravenancy, who just worked with her on 2007's Freedom Rider, wanted audiences to see the lighthearted side of the actress. And Gerard Butler later had to apologize to his Irish fans, in particularly for his atrocious attempt at an Irish accent seen in the film. That's all for this week's news and flashback fun, folks. So, as always, stay safe, watch lots of movies, and get to the theaters if you can. Bye, my minions.